How you doing? How you know? Just having an allergic reaction to a rock movie, apparently? Yeah, I think this friendship is over. It has to be. If you it's can't watch rock movies, Amber, Credits done. start to roll, my eyes start to itch, my nose gets weird, my throat gets itchy. Like, I, I don't think I can ingest rock movies anymore. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, welcome to the last episode of Bad Movies Rock. Yeah, one more for old time's sake. Yeah, why not? We watched it, right? Yeah. Yeah, for the second time. For the second time. We did watch this shortly after it came out. They said it couldn't be done. They might have said shouldn't be done. But we did it anyways. Yes, we did. We watched Rampage. Rampage! Aw, yeah, <laughs> video game movies. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, I am more excited for the other video game movie that The Rock is in than I am for this one. The other... Yeah, it was like, it was a, it was earlier movie. in his career. It's considered a bomb. Oh, is it Doom? Yes, Doom. Ah, very nice. But that's a movie for another day. We watch Rampage. Yeah, I've not watched Doom. I'm excited to do it at some point soon. I believe the first time we watched this movie was before you came up with this brilliant idea to do this unique mm-hmm. style of podcasting Correct. about bad movies. Mm-hmm. This we originally watched just for funsies because it's what we do. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's uh, ridiculous. It is based on the movie Rampage, which I had as a kid for my Nintendo gaming system. You mean the game Rampage? What did I say? The movie Rampage. The game Rampage. This is the this is the movie based on the movie based on the game based on the movie uh-huh. based on the book. Right. Well, I was just way ahead of my time. I had the movie when I was a kid Whoa. and I played on my Nintendo. Whoa. Yeah. Weird, right? Wow. I feel like if that had been true, you should be a lot farther in life than you are right now. Yeah. Not like I, I'm judging, yes. but like you no, you're came from the future, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. <laughs> it's been a wild ride. A lot of rock movies. <laughs> Lots of rock movies. I mean, that's that's how you'd want to... If I came from, you know, let's just throw out a number, 1,523 years from now and came back to this timeline, what else would I do but watch rock movies? I could think of some assassinations I might do, but that's just me. Yeah, I like to solve details, my problems details. with violence. <laughs> But I have to live in this world, Amber, so I'm going to live in this world. I'm going to enjoy my rock movies. Wow. Just give it all up for the rock movies. You wanted to come back to a time when he was at his prime. Yes, I did very well for myself. Well shot, madam. Well shot. Mm-hmm. So this movie, um, let's see if we can get to a plot here. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, just try to make up a plot. Take a better woman than I to do that. <laughs> Actually, no, they, they do. They do definitely yeah, they, try and make a plot happen, and they do, they do effectively come up with things to say about reasons for things. Sure, I think mainly yes. mainly because science. Yeah, they science. They try to science real hard in this movie. Oh, they science um, so good. Like this is uh-huh. this is fast verse physics level sciencing. Sure. Yeah. So. Um, uh, DJ plays uh, Davis Okoye, um, who's a military um, background primatologist and the head of an anti-poaching unit, Amber. Just like Jane Goodall. <laughs> like, just imagine mm-hmm. Jane Goodall with, yes. like, slightly more muscles and, like, extensive knowledge of weapons and military aircrafts. That is exactly right, Amber. Um, oh, man. If DJ and... 
Jane Goodall net. Oh, that would be amazing. Ugh. That'd be adorable. How do we know they haven't met? Hold on. Pause. wonder if she approves of this movie. All of my good work has led us to Rampage. Primatology has never been so smoldering. Sadly, uh, quick Googling uh, suggests that Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Jane Goodall have not met. But they were in the same Time Magazine 2019 100 list. I don't know 100 list of what, but that they were on that list together. It is awfully random and... Mm-hmm. Many fewer points of separation than I anticipated between Jane Goodall and Dwayne Johnson. I don't know mm-hmm. if I like this world anymore, or if it's somehow more titillating than it was before. Anything yeah, is possible. Time. They've got time to meet, Amber. I won't tell you what my future knowledge tells me. Why would they Anywho. need to meet? He's not even a real primatologist. He's a fake military primatologist who's in a movie about giant, genetically crispered animals. That's why you're getting allergies, Amber, because you are disagreeing with the universe. I'm hating on the, oh, the universe. Now rock movies are the universe. And I'm throwing it out of alignment, Dirk Gently style. Dirk Gently style for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Naomi Harris plays Dr. Kate Caldwell. um, And she is kind of the buddy partner with Dwayne Johnson. She used to be a scientist at the big evil science corporation but then she you know tried to shut it down so she got fired went to jail blah 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 anywho um essentially um the movie starts um in space i remember (laughs) so the movie starts in space which i don't think Mm -hmm. either of us remembered nope technically the movie starts with a quote or like it, information. It informs mm-hmm. us that CRISPR technology, which is real. It's a real yeah, science you. that you can science. I've scienced it for sure. Megan has scienced it hard. We're, we're going to rely mm-hmm. on Megan's sciencing expertise throughout the discussion sure. of this movie. Just so that we can mm-hmm. understand just how rich of an education you get by watching Rampage. Mm-hmm. True. So we're informed that CRISPR technology has been outlawed because it is <laughs> considered a weapon of mass destruction. Right, yeah. Um, to which I asked Megan, does that mean then you're a terrorist? Because <laughs> you use uh-huh. CRISPR all the time. And you uh-huh. said, yeah, but I'm a white lady, so no one will ever suspect me. Yeah, it's true. That is what I said. Fair. Followed by, then, you know, we open on the space station. First real thing we see. Megan's immediate response was, oh, fuck, I forgot we started in space. What a dumb movie. Yep. She was so happy. <laughs> I was very happy. I'd forgotten all about this. Um, the experiments that they were trying to run with these CRISPR genes were too um, volatile to be, you know, done on Earth. So they sent no, they scientists were, to space. They were terrorism. To... Doing these experiments was doing yeah. terrorism. Yeah, exactly. So they did it in space. <laughs> they did terrorism Obvi. in space. Where the law cannot find you. Mm-hmm. It's space law, Amber. Yeah, they don't anything have, goes. They don't have rockets. Yeah, it's like international water, space, international space. Space is the new frontier, mm-hmm. possibly the final one if Star Trek is to be believed. Yeah, so uh, things go wrong as one can imagine, and uh, one scientist gets out, um, but then her escape pod um, explodes, sending these vials um, into the atmosphere. And of course they made them these, um, protective sheaths on these vials, um, re-entry proof, obviously what anyone would do. And 
three of them land on um, in America and uh, cause mutations in three different animals. And then, therefore, we have the uh, giant gorilla, giant wolf, and giant alligator, as per the Rampage video game. Yes, the original three. Yep. And there was a rat on the space station, which apparently... Yeah, which... Yeah, it was apparently with some kind of offshoot game. There was a giant rat, and it was a nod to that, mm. apparently. Who cares? We have the main three. We have a reason mm-hmm. for having the main three. Evil space science. Evil space science. They crashed to Earth in entry-proof receptacles, which they do. There is a line of dialogue about the fact that we did design these canisters they to did. survive re-entry, just in On case purpose. our space station explodes. Mm-hmm. Although they didn't survive that well, because each one of them win, like, just touched a little bit exploded in green vapor in the animal's faces slightly jostled Mm -hmm. (laughs) the gorilla of course that gets in big end is uh dj's friend gorilla um named george and the whole plot of the movie deals with them discovering these enlarged animals and the enlarged animals and then Bad Science Corporation is trying to recapture these um, enlarged animals so that they can re-constitute um, their evil plans. I don't know. Draw their blood and get the evil juice out of these animals. Yeah, because they soaked up all of the samples that survived. Yeah. But now they don't have any more samples because the space station go boom mm-hmm. with all the scientists on board. Yep. And... Yeah, they need their research back because they mention that because the space station exploded, they lost tens of billions of dollars in research and their stock is tanking. So the only way to really recoup these losses is to get that research back. Right. Which is, I will remind you, weaponized genetic sequencing that turns things super aggressive and unkillable. Yeah, there was no given reason for how they were going to make money on this, um, these genetic um, uh, mutation things that they were doing. It was um, hinted that it would have some sort of military uses, but I, it makes zero sense. The military did not seem excited about it at the time. No, the military is the ones who are trying to kill all of these uh, enlarged animals. I guess it would be foreign military interests. That's true. True, true. Because it um, would work super well, because our military was not prepared to deal with these things. Nope. So anyway, fight, fight, fight. George ends up getting the antidote called the chill pill and being back on DJ's side and is able to help kill the other two large monsters. And we win. Win times. And Chicago mm-hmm. does not get moabbed into nothingness. Right. Yes. They put a little timer on the action because... The military is going to just Moab the whole place and uh, kill everyone and also the monsters if uh, George and DJ don't kill the monsters within a certain amount of time. Exactly. And you won't believe it, Amber. They do it like just seconds before the bombs would have hit. Nick of time. Who would have seen it coming? I didn't see it coming. Yep. Jeffrey Dean Morgan plays uh, Harvey Russell, who's a government agent who works for uh, the OGA, Amber. I believe that's an other governmental agency. It's like a tongue-in-cheek, we're with the government, but we're not any of that government that you know, because we're secret and we know about secret things. 
Yep. And he kind of plays, he, he's not really a bad guy, but he's a law enforcement agent who kind of first seems on the, like, trying to capture George side and then becomes their friend. He's the one who ultimately calls off the missiles from nuking the downtown of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And he lets, you know, the scientist and the primatologist escape to deal with the situation on the ground because obviously the military does not have this in hand. No, you got to send the primatologist and the uh, disgraced genetic engineer. Absolutely. It's brilliant. Excellent. And I mean, you can tell that with his cocksure cowboy machismo, he's got this shit on lock. Yeah, I believe you even said, Amber, and you remember this, that uh, this was him doing his very best Tommy Lee Jones impression. Oh, man, it really, he's movie. just channeling Tommy Lee Jones' Southern Swagger. Very much so, yeah. U.S. Marshall style. Very much fugitive, just what I was going to say, yeah. Um, which d- is delightful. Oh, I was entertained. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy Jeffrey and Dean Morgan. Yep, and I love me some Tommy Lee Jones, so it works out. I don't have to choose in this movie. Exactly. So, Amber, let's uh, come on over to the critics' corner and see what they had to say about this movie. Oh, you know, they said stuff with their words, and it was mm-hmm. like, meh. And I was like, well, okay. But then they were like, meh. And then I was like, no, I see what you're saying, and I get it, and I feel you, but I'm still going to watch it. Yeah, I think you summed it up very nicely. So, 45.57 on Metacritic. Yep. And we're 52.73 on rotten tomatoes and i mean it reflects kind of you know yeah it's not a good movie but also it's super enjoyable as it turns out yep it is dumb it is it is real dumb but Mm -hmm. obviously yeah i mean one of the critics said it's not a good film it's actually a supremely silly one but with dj once again flexing his pecs in the in the cause of popcorn distraction it's not entirely bereft of amusement either bereft Mm-hmm. We're using our $10 words. Yes, apparently. Um, which I, I mostly agree with. It's, it, But DJ's in it, and he's so much fun to watch. There's a question. If it wasn't a Dwayne Johnson movie, one, would we have watched mm. it? Two, mm. would it have been enjoyable? And three, is mm. there someone who could have been in his role that would have made it better? I mean, I know your answer to three. Um. Yeah, I mean... The, I think the answer is no on all accounts, but yeah, I'm trying to think of someone who occupies a similar um, actor genre as DJ does. I mean, you could say Vin Diesel, but that's more for the action films. Like he wouldn't be as silly in this movie if you tried to get a Vin Diesel in this movie, for example. It would be too serious. Yeah, you don't see him getting down with his, his CGI monster wackiness as much. Only if they are Dungeons and Dragons monsters, Amber. Yeah, but then that's he that's deadly serious. You make a very good point. <laughs> Excuse me. He was saving the world from witches. Yes, you make a very good point. I take back what I said. Do you have an answer, Amber? Do you think you could anybody you'd want to see in this movie? In this movie, I don't see it's it's complicated because you know, you know my thing. Like my thing is like snarky, silly, tongue in cheekness. Like my th- my thing is is Ryan Reynolds humor, like mm-hmm. being ridiculous. Sure. Whereas like The Rock is funny and he's cute and he's sweet and he's personable, but he always has to bring some sort of genuineness to the situation, mm-hmm. which yeah. you know is fine. 
but also it's a movie about monsters that got angry and big and then they're they're gonna eat everything mm-hmm. yeah i Go on. Just say it, Amber. But not really, don't really need a heart-to-heart right now. We don't, don't need to explore our feelings and motivations. Why do you love monkeys more than people? Why do you love people so much? Why do you love genetics and science, you monster? I'm not a monster. Science isn't a monster either, but people are a monster when they get science and they can make monsters. Well, I guess we're good then. Well, I guess we are then. You had to have them coming together, Amber. Mm-hmm. The disgraced scientist lied to him that uh, she wasn't fired and in jail for a while, so she had to come clean. She's just like a poacher, is what we learn by she's by lying. Like a poacher. No, she's just like a poacher. All people are the same because they'll lie to get whatever they want. Because mm-hmm. he knows how bad people are. All people, because he mm-hmm. was on a poacher task force, and poachers are right, terrible, but- and people are terrible because poachers. Right, but then she explains to him that. Um, her brother died, and that makes her um, not a liar. So, right, and technically, and than she was in theory doing the sciencing before it was outlawed because we're told that she was hired in 2010, and the beginning of the movie informed us that it became terrorism in 2016. Yes, and this movie came out in 2018, mm-hmm. and she was fired two years ago. Mm-hmm. So they get their timeline straight. Technically, she they... never was a bad lady. Yeah, exactly. She was just stupid because she was working for psychotically evil people. Cartoonishly evil Cartoonishly people. evil people. And they establish it immediately on the space yep. station. Last survivor sure. on the station is like, everyone's dead. The thing's out. We're all going to die. Please let me on the shuttle. They lock it and they're like, not without the research. Go back into the burning, exploding station with the monster and get our research. Yep. Or you don't come home. Or you don't come home. Yeah. Oh. Very much. Oh, it's like that, is it? Mm-hmm. And they very much seem to be the kind of people that if she, you know, had survived reentry, that they might have killed her because she knew too much. Absolutely. Maylene Ackerman plays Claire, who's uh, Claire Wyden, who's the CEO of um, Evil Science Corps. And Jake Lacey plays her brother, Brett, who is a dum-dum. Stone Cold Dum Dum. Stone Cold Dum Dum. We have two whiny, scaredy, white boy Stone Cold Dum Dums in this movie. One on Rock's primatology team. Yes. And then Wyden's dumber, yet no less culpable brother. Right. I believe it was Claire at some point who said that she should have liquidized um, Naomi Harris as a problem before she um, went to jail. Instead of of firing her, they should have killed her, essentially. Oh, liquidized. 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 Liquidated? What did I say? Liquidated? I can't remember. Moited. They, they should have straight moited her. They should have murdered her instead of just firing her. Yeah. So they were they were totally up for murdering their problems away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shoot the rock at one point just for funsies. Oh, mm-hmm. and when the bad lady encounters scientist lady for the first time, she rubs in the fact that her brother died while she was in prison. Yeah, yeah, when Claire meets um, Naomi Harris, yeah, she's definitely... I was so sorry to hear about your brother. Your brother's dead. Also, I'm going to shoot this guy. Also, monsters. My fault. Blaming it on you. Yep, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, there's... Again, you always got to have that guy. You always got to have that guy who is set up in the monster movie to be a satisfying monster murder consumption. Like, they're almost always eaten to a certain extent. 
and she was um, literally given the chill pill antidote for George in her purse. And the uh, Naomi Harris literally gives her to George to eat. Mm-hmm. To cure him of his rage. Mm-hmm. Just the rage. She, she, he will still yeah. continue to be a giant ass monkey. Claire at this point is wearing a red dress. And so if you ever played the Rampage video game, you'll know that the women in red dresses, if you ate them, they gave you extra health points. Video games. Video games. We never lost sight of the fact Clever. that we made a movie about a video game. Mm-hmm. We got what you want. We got your red dress, ladies. We got your monkeys tearing the fronts off of buildings and reaching inside and grabbing a person and munching on them. We definitely left the critter's corner some time ago, right? We did. We did. <laughs> I just wanted See, to acknowledge it's, that. It's in our rearview mirror, Amber. We're See? done with it. I don't know why I brought it up. Moving on. We're in, <laughs> we're deep, deep into favorite scenes. I feel like aside from the rock being in this movie, Megan's favorite mm-hmm. part is helicopter based. Yes, it is. There are so many helicopters that get it in this movie. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I think we've learned that your issue isn't with movies not destroying helicopters. It's just with helicopters. You hate helicopters. I, I hate helicopters. I don't yeah, know why. I... I don't know where this came from. It might have been incepted by the Meg. Who knows? But you now have an unwavering hatred of helicopters, which are just flying free and not being eaten by monsters. Yeah. Neri was a helicopter not eaten in this movie, though, and that made me very, very happy. Yep. If you saw a helicopter, that was going to get destroyed. Yeah. Five helicopters were eaten in this movie. And um, the first one, the um, Ralph, the embiggened wolf, just flies out of the air and eats it. Because the wolf can fly, just in case you're wondering. And um, then when they get to Chicago, um, <laughs> both uh, Ralph and George take down separate helicopters. Lizzie the alligator jumps up and eats a helicopter. And a plane. She totally eats a plane out of the sky, too, which was also delightful. I During the scene where they're being attacked by the military in Chicago, it made me mm-hmm. think of the game Rampage, because obviously that's what For they sure. want you to think of. Yeah, it's and, chaos. And I'm just waiting for the monsters to take enough damage to then shrink down back into human form and then shuffle mm-hmm. off naked, shamefully, to the side. Yeah. I just... I don't know why, but that, that, that always just made me... Like, I felt his shame. Like, oh, shit, now you're in the middle of, like, a disaster that you've created, but now you're just, like, a naked dude. That is the worst. You are now yeah. in the worst position possible. And also, mm-hmm. where are all those people you just ate? How are they fitting inside How of your new human tum-tum? tum-tum? yeah. That's impressive. You should just be exploding from, like, just all of the people limbs inside of you. Um. So the reason that all the monsters have gathered in Chicago is because Claire, the supervillain, has a great idea, which is she, um, what did you say she did? She forethought? No, she... I mean, yeah, she did have, like, the foresight and the exceptional planning skills to genetically engineer certain fail-safes into these monsters one of them being its susceptibility to the chill pill like sure we made them massively aggro for reasons valuable billion dollar reasons but just in case let's make a pill that will just deal with the aggression still get big giant unkillable monster Mm -hmm. but they can be reasoned with and 
We made it so, again genetically, they will be drawn to a specific sound if it is played. No matter where they are in the world, if you have a powerful enough radio transmitter, they will yep. just have to come and destroy this sound because CRISPR and science. We thought that far ahead. We made it yep. possible. So now what do we do? We use the radio antenna on top of our building in the middle of Chicago to draw the monsters to us. Perfect plan. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, it's... they're still trying to get away with this. Like, they're still trying to not get arrested and take responsibility while still collecting the sample. And they're like, okay, if we draw them to our building, then the military will kill them and then we can collect our samples. Right. Which is, it, it's, it's just a wild idea to have. The military can't kill them. Like, the military is, you know has been shooting them and you know missiling them and like these are unkillable monsters and you are calling them to the building that you are currently still standing in yes yes like they don't even take the antidote and then leave the building they're still in the building by the time the monsters get there what mm -hmm. your whole plan is to let the military kill them and then collect samples like why are you still in the building that you know is going to get overrun by monsters why shortly? are you still in that city why you take yes, the antidote helicopter out? If if your plan is to come back for the corpses, I think you're gonna have time when they're mm -hmm. corpses. They're big, big corpses. It's gonna take a lot to move these corpses. I'm sorry. You you came across as capable and on top of it and ready to shoot people and tell people to get samples when everything around them is burning and they're in space. But then you do this shit, and I'm I'm yeah, I'm just I'm less I'm less convinced of your ability to be a CEO of this company. It is the dumbest plan I've ever heard. I'm going to call Godzilla to me, but I'm just gonna stand in one place and let him stomp me. To hear yet? Just gonna oh oh I see him I see him okay now get on the helicopter now. But why would you use the radio array on top of your own building? Yeah it. Mm -hmm. If you were worried about your stock prices when your space station blew up, like now your entire building where your company is housed is going to be destroyed by monsters. Yeah. Yeah. You've just, you know, ruined everything you built. And you've proven that you know exactly what's going on and that it's entirely your fault. Right. She's still, Claire's still trying to um, put the blame on Naomi Harris for going rogue. Yeah. You, you, you're trying to make me think that she's like this cold calculating villain. Now she's got like, 70% there and then just yeah the, the just, other 30% is pure stupid just dumb dumb as balls um so then we get to the point where she gets eaten and that means the um chill pill is given to George and it takes George it'll the antidote will take 10 minutes because Naomi Harris says it'll take 10 minutes um of course <laughs> to to start working on george and um at this point we've got a like the the biggest monster is lizzie the um the alligator and and amber was very observant in seeing that um the alligator actually chomped the whole thing it didn't just get green smoke in its face so that's maybe why it's the biggest of all the monsters i understand my monster movie science i know how this yeah. works I guess you, you have like normally enlarged gorilla and wolf, but they just got like a snootful. Yeah. That, that, that alligator just chomped the entire canister. So, of course, giant alligator. Science, come on. Yeah. 
all the animals are just pulling apart this um, building. Apparently, they kind of modeled it after the Sears Tower or the Willis Tower in Chicago, being the tallest building in Chicago. Yeah, so you can have um, the extra climb time for those monsters to build dramatic tension. Ex- exactly. And um, so the, the, but the building is getting structurally unstable with all these huge monsters, not only climbing on it, but just ripping it up as they are climbing on it. And um, DJ and Naomi Harris are still on top of the building and they need to get down, what, what do they say, 80 floors or something like that? 85, I believe. 80, oh my goodness. So um, the Rock comes up with a delightful idea, which is to ride in this helicopter that doesn't no longer has a tail on it, and but they don't need to fly; they just need to like hover, like riding an avalanche. Amber, that's not a thing. That's not anything. Like riding an avalanche. Of course, just like riding an avalanche. You just turn on the helicopter, and then you just you just ride it out. Write it down. I just need a lot, not enough lift to stay um, in front of the avalanche, Amber. Yes, of course. Like that surfing a wave. That thing that you do sometimes in life. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so they are able to um, kind of float in front of the falling building and not die. It's very impressive. And then that helicopter gets um, uh, smashed too. So that was also so delightful. Megan is happy. Mm-hmm. And then serious monster-on-monster violence occurs. George is cured. Right. The 10 minutes has passed um, to the dot. And uh, as DJ and George face off, oh, my goodness, George finally recognizes DJ again. Uh Uh-oh. But the other monsters are coming out of the rubble, too. Retro. Oh, no. How is this going to work out? I, I I don't understand, Megan, because nothing has worked at all on these things Mm -mm. nothing nothing has worked to kill them yeah so george is um in this this is the final battle scene um the only way that um lizzie and ralph are going to get dead is if george does it his dang self um so they're very clever and and dj's there kind of on street level doing humany things like walking under the like 200 foot lizard heroically running under Okay, yeah, that just seems like a very stupid place to be, but okay. Hey, it's not where the mouth is, and it's not where the feet are. Yeah, it's true. They they trick um, Lizzie into eating Ralph and uh, chomping off his head. Very sad. Yes, yes. The, the, the rock annoys the wolf into attacking him and then ducks out ducks. of the way. Yeah, ducks. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. the lizard is behind him. Mm-hmm. Oh, so clever. Man, yep. the deadliest of all animals at any size. Yes. <laughs> so true. <laughs> um, so now we're down to just one very, very bad embiggened animal. And uh, yeah, there's um, fights where DJ throws a grenade bandolier into Lizzie's like ear hole and uh, just knocks her off balance for a little while. And then chomping, and then shooting, and then he gets into another downed helicopter whose guns are still operational. Yes. And uses it to distract Lizzie from attacking mm-hmm. George, who has been skewered at this point, I believe. Yeah, I think he has been skewered through the shoulder. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Tragically skewered. And so mm-hmm. DJ shoots and shoots and shoots and gets his attention, and then... Oh, right, because none of this works. Oh, he mi- yeah, and the, right, he does shoot the missiles at him, mm-hmm. and it's a barrage of missiles, and in the smoke comes Lizzie, because 
None of this works. She's an unkillable monster. None of this works. And so he's like, oh, shit. And yeah, fucking oh, shit. Of course. Get the fuck out of that thing. (laughs) And then the helicopter gets destroyed. Yeah. 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 Of course. Another one. Mm -hmm. And then he's running away from this extremely fast, unkillable lizard who is destroying buildings around him, trying to get to this tiny little man creature, which I imagine is probably pretty difficult. And... Presumably the rubble does not smash or smush him in all of this as it's, he should have fallen on so many things. When I remember you saying as he's like a downed building, so he's running along the glass because it's now the mm-hmm. floor of the windows. Right. Like, the fact that that doesn't break is the least believable part of this movie. It really was. Like, you can't have the rock um, walking on like normal glass, um, like window panes. And it just cracks a little bit. So okay, true. So true. Yeah. And all of this when The Rock has been gut shot from earlier in the movie. Oh, he was gut shot before the evil science building got taken down. Exactly. He was gut Don't shot wor- from let's ride this avalanche in this broken helicopter. Don't worry about it. Yep. And but don't worry, um, she missed all the vital organs. So he's only bleeding a tiny bit and only kind of slightly favors that side. She shoots like a surgeon. Yep, apparently. Accidentally, because I'm pretty sure she intended to kill him. I think so. I Yeah, I don't hard know. to say. It's also not a through and through shot, so that bullet's just hanging out in Ugh. there somewhere. It's rolling it's around probably, in his guts. Yeah, it's probably not good. Yeah, it can't be good. That's how you get infections. So then um, the rock is like backed into like a little alcove, and it's a small enough alcove that, oh, the alligator... Um, Lizzie can almost just can't quite munch him, trying to munch him so bad. So then here comes George in the nick of time with the very thing that speared him through his shoulder and he drives it through Lizzie's eyeball into his brain. Yep. Victory. Victory. The only thing to stop unkillable monsters is another unkillable monster. That's been given a chill pill. That's been given a chill pill and now you can communicate with. Thank goodness. It didn't revert him back to his original size, too, because then they just all would have been screwed. So at this point, um, George very kind of heroically goes and lies down on a um, pile of rubble and kind of very dramatically lies down and says, I saved you to DJ and then dies. So sad. So very, very sad. Then Naomi Harris comes and she says that she's sorry to DJ that um, George is dead and it's very sad. And actually, I remember the first time that I watched this movie, I was like, I was thinking, oh, he's he's not really dead. And then it went on for a good five minutes until his arm, his hand moved a little bit. And then George kind of opens his eyes and peeks at DJ. He's just faking his death. Because as they established in the beginning of the movie, George has a twisted sense of humor. He does, yeah. He thinks it's hilarious to fuck with human beings. And he's not wrong. He's not wrong. And he loves flipping people the bird. Mm -hmm. Which he does in this moment. Yep. Once DJ calls him out on the fact that he is not in fact dead and he's being a dick. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) It's pretty delightful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then, of course, George asks about Naomi Harris and if um, DJ and her are family. Um, And then, of course, he makes the... um, uh, Universal finger sign in for a hole. Fucking. Yeah. Um, Are gesture. you family? Are you fucking? Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much the end of the movie. They say they're going to find a place for George to live, which who knows where that will be. They're going to have to feed him 
enough food that would feed a city, I think. So Yeah, there's no conversation. It's like, let's find him someplace to live out the rest of his monkey days as an unkillable giant murder machine. Yeah. Let's not oh, maybe we should get on that whole research de doing this to him. Nah 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 nah. We'll find a place for him. When you have a giant gorilla, you don't look that giant gorilla in the mouth and say, Should I make this mouth smaller because it can eat me in one bite? You say, mm-hmm. Cool. Where am I gonna put you? Exactly. And I actually, the first time I watched it, I thought, oh, well, he died and that's sad, but at least they won't have to figure out, you know, what to do with him. Given that he's also murdered hundreds of people. Granted, it was under duress, but, you know, I don't know that the public would necessarily see it that way. Yeah, I'm trying to think about it. Like, okay, so you take meth and then you go on like a murder spree. That's not you. That's the Mm -hmm. meth. But then you took it by choice. So this is like, okay, so you're sleeping and then somebody Mm -hmm. gives you meth. Against right. your will. Mm-hmm. Non-consensual meth. And then you go on the murder spree. Right. Do you owe those families that you murdered justice? Wow. Good question, Amber. This is one for the philosophers. And also, I'm a gorilla. It, uh, yes. An albino gorilla. Yes. Apparently, they um, were going to make him... In the game, he's not an albi- albino gorilla, but um, they made him albino in the movie so that you could see the damage to him easier. Yes. Like the cuts and the bullets and the blood and stuff like that. Yeah, and all the like rubble dirt, you know, to show that like he's been through some shit. Yep. And also so that he wouldn't look like King Kong. Yes, they also kind of wanted to move away from that as much as they could. Which is hard when you've got a giant gorilla in a movie. I feel like you just sympathize with white things a little bit more, right? You know? Good point, Ember. Pink skin, blue eyes. I'm like, oh, you're a hero. Relatable. So relatable. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I say for a movie that has two of its main characters as POCs. Hell yeah! Who both live to the end. Yeah, they do. Bravo. What's this movie rated, Amber? Gotta be PG-13. You think so? Because a lot of blood. Because there was no gorilla junk. You can't show junk because that's wrong. And you can't say the F word because that's wrong. But you can show monumental amounts of human death and gore. So much human death and gore. Like, yeah, you're truly, yeah. and you're right, yeah, PG-13. Um, which makes sense because I don't think The Rock makes a whole ton of R-rated movies because they're supposed to be popcorn-y, um, you know, silliness. Um, but yeah, you definitely see entrails. You see half people. Um, the Rock was going to say, um, he starts saying, take this, you motherfucker, but um, he shoots the missiles right before the ucker comes out so you know saves them in their pg-13 rating phew that was nearly r mm-hmm but entrails sure oh i mean why not violence isn't human anatomy and or the f word yes exactly sex is evil violence is just mm-hmm. a thing it's natural mm-hmm. and human which is good point i appreciate the fact that like in the video game, because obviously there's there's a lot of story to video games and they always have, you know, very excellent rhymes and reasons for the things that they do. Of course. The monsters were originally human. So I don't question the fact that once you make a human being an unkillable stop like unkillable monster machine, yeah, of course you're mm-hmm. just gonna start destroying buildings and eating people. Humans sure. are fucked up. But for animals, if you fuck with animals, they're gonna be cool until you synthetically make them hyper aggressive. Yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> Good point. They're just going to be chill unless you genetically make them assholes. Mm -hmm. Because humans are the worst is the moral of the story. I think is is what The Rock was trying to tell us is that humans are the worst and animals are the best. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, they also, they, I like that they keep throwing out, um, different animals that, um, they used in order to, um, mutate these animals. So like different genes they crispered in. So like a porcupine or an African something mouse or, a you know, mm-hmm. oh, that, that mouse can regenerate and, mm-hmm. um, the you know, porcupine quills on the back of Ralph because, you know, reasons. Yep. And uh, they didn't even explain what Lizzie was, but, like, Lizzie had, like, head frills and, like, stegosaurus looking back. Yep. And, no. A tail club. Me. Yeah, ankleosaurus. Very ankleosaurus. Stegosaurus is incorrect. I apologize. I'm sorry, Dan. I'm sorry, Abby. Ankleosaurus. You're going to apologize to them, but you're not going to apologize to me. I'm sorry, Amber. No, it's too late. It's fine. You've made your priorities clear. Let's just move past this. Let's just try and move past this. Excellent. Here we go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the movie's 107 minutes. Um, you know, pretty tight for an action movie, which is great. Yep. They don't need any more than they have in this movie. They, really they could do remove. Not. They could remove some of the extraneous pretend science if they wanted to. No. I need to know that CRISPR's a thing and that you get bat echo sonar location genes to get uh-huh. radio signals to annoy the monsters into traveling in a straight line to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, this is, it, I needed all of that. Yeah. The end credits um, end with um, like genetic sequencing, genetic mapping sequencing of like, it almost looks like um, like Western blots. And then the those little bars end up making like, Dwayne Johnson's face or the alligator face or George. Yeah, it's very... Um, yeah, because science. This very movie, clever. at its heart, is all about science. Yeah, so they're the... It's, yeah. So how do you feel about this movie, Megan? Amber, that's a very good question. Let me give you some options of how I would feel about this movie. Please definitely give me options. I need you to constrain my genius with a simple yes, mnemonic device. Mm-hmm. R for regrettable. O for outstanding, C for craze balls, and K for K. I would give this movie a five helicopter destroying craze balls. If you blow up a helicopter, me... Megan will like your movie. If you blow up five helicopters, come on, man. And if they get eaten by monsters while blowing up. So good. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, craze balls. I would give this yeah. a craze balls. It's not anything special. I think if it weren't for this podcast, I wouldn't necessarily have watched it a second time. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there are adorable funny moments. There is delightful monster chicanery and mayhem. And I do really enjoy some of the stupid things that people do. Yes. Because it's just fun to watch them do them. It's just and very be like, silly. Why? Why would you do this? I find mm-hmm. being able to be indignant entertaining. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Yep. It's shiny. It's well done. It's tongue in cheek. It knows what it is. I think it could have been five, a little bit goofier. Five helicopters meet their makers. Yeah. You and the helicopters again. <laughs> not everything about it. Not everything is about helicopters. Not everything is about your bloodlust for helicopter destruction. So when Ralph first eats the helicopter, it's the first helicopter death in the movie. Ralph jumps out from the woods, jumps onto this helicopter eats the pilot out of the helicopter then with its like the the blades of the helicopter hit ralph don't do any damage because he's an unkillable monster and then the 
rest of the helicopter gets thrown against like a mountainside rock face. It's the best. It's some pretty thorough destruction. I'm just very glad he also ate the pilot out before he killed the helicopter. Good God, woman. So bloodthirsty. What? Yay. So now you hate people who pilot helicopters, too. It's not just the helicopters. Mm-hmm. It's the people who collaborate with helicopters. I'm an enigma. Yes. You scare me. So. Yes, Amber. Guess it's time for an Abby story. It is time for an Abby story. And actually, just in our talk about dinosaurs, I was thinking about what Abby's favorite dinosaur is. What is Abby's favorite dinosaur, I ask? Thumbs, she'll tell you. Because it's an iguanodon, and iguanodons have thumbs. All right, so she's telling you its most salient feature. She's not telling you I like iguanodons. She's telling you why she likes iguanodons. Exactly. She will say iguanodon, of course, but um, sometimes she just shortens it to thumbs. I mean, I imagine that's what the other dinosaurs were thinking when they saw iguanodons. She's like, what the fuck is that? Oh, that's, mm-hmm. that's just the thumb that I grew. It's really super useful. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. Thumbs. You've got thumbs. Thumbs, man! Thumbs! And then everybody forgets that his name is Iguanodon. Yep, exactly right. She can also name all the dinosaurs that um, are her family's favorite dinosaurs. That's really important. Mm-hmm. Like, I will never teach my kid our address or phone number, but I will mm-hmm. make it so that they know which dinosaurs are our favorites. Yep. Do you want to know? Desperately? Dan's favorite dinosaur is a Triceratops, obviously. Erica's is a Stegosaurus. Daba's is a Velociraptor. Good God. Mm-hmm. I would expect no less from your mother. Yes. And yours would be... Thank you for asking, yeah. Amber. I didn't really have a choice. I know this. <laughs> I know this. We would not have been able to continue until I asked you this question. Mm-hmm. Mine is a Brontosaurus, although I know that there's some, like... Is this talk a, about whether it's a controversial? Well, brontosaurus were brontosaurus, and then they weren't, and then maybe they are again. And I don't actually know the current status on brontosaurus. Don't let this dumb science talk ruin your childhood love of brontosaurus. Mm-hmm. We all saw Land maybe Before an, Time, and we all maybe love it's an the brontosaurus now. I don't know. Hard to say. Nope. Nope. It will forever be a brontosaurus. It will be a brontosaurus. Littlefoot was a motherfucking brontosaurus. He wasn't yes, some allosaurus bullshit good point i make nothing but good points when mm-hmm. referencing old cartoons that then went on to have an astonishing number of sequels that i will never see yeah they were good though the sequels i don't know that i no i the, the first movie was good i might have seen the second one it's an unclear oh yeah that first movie brain. that first i mean pixar learned how to do its shit from movies like that yeah Ooh. oh god the mother I mean, I guess you could say sweet Disney did it first with the whole Bambi thing, but we all know you go for the heartstrings. You murder someone early on. Yeah, murder them early. Murder them early. And then like just this tragic backstory. Mm -hmm. They use the same thing in Rampage to bring The Rock and Naomi Harris together. Oh, bring it around, Amber. Nice work. Gorilla poaching. Oh, that's fucked up, man. I understand you. Dead brother. Oh, that's fucked up, lady. I understand you. Mm-hmm. My mom Bring got killed by Tyrannosaurus Rex. <gasps> That's fucked up, son. I understand you. Mm-hmm. Let's all work together to bring down some monsters and find the Green Valley or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly the same. Exactly the same. 
Amber, do you have a recommendation? Oh, shit. Um, does this happen <laughs> every time? Do I, I have to have something every time? Yep, right about this time, too. Ooh, shit. Um, well. Yes, Amber. Fuck. Okay. Do you recommend the word fuck? Or? I do recommend the word fuck. It's fun to say. It's fun to do. I assume, theoretically. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You people seem to do it a lot. And by you people, I mean everyone who isn't me. The sexuals. I know. The sexuals, as I like to call you. Um, fuck. I have nothing. So I haven't really been doing very much lately. Mm-hmm. Just in general. I'm a lazy person. I don't really have a lot of purpose or direction in life. This is probably the closest okay. thing to a job I'm doing right now. All right. And in order to fuel that lethargy, I like to eat biscuits. <laughs> sure you're fueling your lethargy amber but biscuits are delicious biscuits are delicious they're very simple they're very quick and easy when you make drop biscuits it's just like bam flour bam baking soda bam salt a little bit of you you use butter shortening i don't know you do you and then i my thing vanilla soy milk because you know Mm -hmm. it gives it like that vanilla flavor it's not like sweet necessarily but you get like vanilla e drop biscuits 10 12 minutes later you are eating just a beautiful lump of flour and butter and vanilla flavor yep i actually asked amber for her biscuit recipe recently because i was like oh i could i could use a a biscuit in my life and uh, you gave it to me i happen to have everything on hand and i was able to make myself some biscuits yeah i mean most people have those like it's just a handful of ingredients and then yep baked good right there easy to do it's not really it's not my recipe i'm pretty sure amber's recipe my mother made them whenever we did like soup or chili. Uh, and it's like it's, it's like part of this old Betty Crocker cookbook. I mean, it's just a drop biscuit nice. recipe. There's, they're all over the place. They're super easy. But you just like make half a batch and then you have like a personal size. Yeah, that is nice to make half a batch. And then you got three biscuits. You got you got some lunch. Mm-hmm. You know, put butter, some jam, jam, honey, turkey, whatever. Did you say turkey? turkey whatever did you just defile my biscuits with your disgusting meat i so i made biscuits and then i put um some eggs and turkey i guess it was chicken sausage excuse me so amber's biscuit recipe is two cups flour two and a half tablespoons teaspoons teaspoons do you want to give it amber you know it i mean it's it's just a drop biscuit recipe they can look it up online look up a drop biscuit recipe I want to give out a recipe, Amber. Oh my god. Fine. Full batch. Six fairly large biscuits. You're looking at two cups of flour. Two and a half teaspoons of baking powder. Mm-hmm. A teaspoon of salt. Mm-hmm. And six tablespoons of butter or shortening. Yep. You mix the dry ingredients together. You cut mm-hmm. in the butter or shortening, which just means like mm-hmm. squishing it with a fork until it's all crumbly and mixed in with the dry ingredients. And then mm-hmm. you add a cup of milk, or in my case, vanilla soy milk. Probably won't need the full cup. Add most of it, stir it around. And once you get like, it, it should be pretty cohesive. Like it should stay in a glop on its own. It, you, should, you don't want to flatten out. It's not going to rise, people. These are drop biscuits. 10 minutes in the oven, you got biscuits. Maybe 12. Yeah. Four, 425. I do it in a toaster oven because it's even easier. Wow, I'm learning a whole bunch of new stuff about you that I'm not sure I like. Turkey and toaster ovens. At least it's alliterative. (laughs) What's your recommendation? Thank you so much for asking, Amber. My recommendation is The Great 
British Bake Off or the Great British Baking Show, depending on your mode of watching it. Interesting. And why are we yeah. recommending this? Is it because biscuits? Um, partially because biscuits and partially because there is a, on Netflix, there's a new, they call them collections now. There's a collection seven is now available, although they're releasing them weekly, which goes against my binginess because I want to watch them all together at the same time, please. Why are you making me watch them weekly? Oh man, individual episodes. I have to pay attention to what the release day is. What is this, television? Yeah, it's it's the worst. I've been over television Uh, for years. Years, I say. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the, um, there's, like I said, this is the seventh collection on Netflix, and the earlier seasons have um, Mel and Sue as the kind of, they're the helpers slash kind of comic relief, and they're a really fun duo that apparently has, like, done lots of radio and stuff together in, um, in Britain, but... Um, so the earlier seasons have them on it, and that's my favorite because I think their dynamics are really fun. I think they're very funny. Um, there was this whole thing. I won't get into it, but then Mel and Sue and Mary Berry left, and now only um, um, Paul Hollywood is still on it. I think it's still fun to watch. It's not the same thing as it was before, but it's still very good. Um, it's... It, it's just very sweet to watch. It's, um, you know, a baking show without that much drama or like there's no meanness in it. They um, tend to help each other. Um, there's this one season when this one woman won and it made me cry because she said she was never going to doubt herself again and it was beautiful. And then she went on to do another baking show and host it. It was great. That's painfully <laughs> painfully adorable and super yeah. british yeah it's super british it's it's just a nice thing to watch i've seen a few episodes maybe a couple of collections from mm-hmm. when the two women were still the comic relief hosts they're mm-hmm. unfailingly polite to each other everybody's just so nice and just happy mm-hmm. and grateful to be there and well you do win renown and you can you know later get jobs and publish books and, and make money sure. off of it what they are competing for is a fucking cake plate yeah, no, there, there's nothing in this except for, like, the love of doing it. And it really seems, they say this, and it really seems that they all become really good friends on the show. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's not a competition. It's just, let's all bake together and then get judged. And then one of us will do better than the others. And that'll be fine because you really did do better than us. And while that was just a lovely thing that you made, and oh, thank you for complimenting the thing that I made. I worked really hard on it, but it just wasn't as lovely as your lovely thing. I'm British. I wanted to do a um, mini recommendation, and this is the part where I um, talk about something that you recommended that I actually watched. I see. And which thing would this be? Um, this is this segment is called "Do to Do." I listen to Amber. Uh oh, we'll fix that in post. <laughs> um, and this was Dirk Gently. You and I actually watched Dirk Gently together. Oh yeah, I was there for that. You were there for that. Nah, I should have guessed this. I should have seen this coming. You, you can verify. Yep. Megan has seen the entirety of Dirk Gently. All 18 mm-hmm. episodes of wonderful zany wackiness. How do you feel now, Megan? Post. I feel I feel sad that it's over, but it was delightful to watch. It's a fun romp. Um, it is. It's, it's wild. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Highly recommend. Excellent. I'm glad that I can improve your life more than I already do. Mm-hmm. True. 
You're welcome for so, that bonus. I appreciate it. Amber. No. I'd like to end this podcast. No. This is the how way you thank I me. I always do. Is this how you thank me for all the things I do for you? I want to ask you the question I always ask you at the end of this movie. Except that you Amber, don't. Do you dig rock and roll music? Because I dig rock and roll music. What is happening? What is this? That's I'm not even familiar with this one. Did you just make that up? <laughs> I did not make that up. I believe it's uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary. Who song. are Peter, Paul, and Mary? The... Oh, dear God. Are you reading me the Bible now? Now I'm just no. angry. Oh, now I'm just like God. angry and confused and a little itchy and kind of thirsty. And I just want to hug my dog. Why don't you wake him up and give him a hug? I will. He's snoring. I'm going to wake him up so I can non-consensually snuggle him. No, oh, dear. Well, enjoy that, Amber. Oh, I will. Oh, I will. Bye, Amber. Bye, Megan. 